Thank you, Roberta. We are here to let our spirits grow. And so we uh, have reached the end of Lent already. Next Sunday is Easter, and we have been walking in the way of Christ during this Lenten series, fully owning and realizing that that same Christ spirit that was in Jesus is in me. And we've been affirming that with one another through this series. So let's affirm that together once more, that same Christ spirit that was in Jesus is in me. Let's say it again. That same Christ spirit that was in Jesus is in me. So there's an old story. And it's about a monastery where there were five monks left, the abbots and four other monks. And the monastery was pretty lifeless. Very few people came to visit anymore. And the abbot was very clear that if something didn't change, this monastery was no longer going to be. And so the abbot knew that there was a rabbi who had a hermitage in the woods outside of the monastery. And so he decided one day to go visit the rabbi to see if the rabbi had any insight into how he could fill this monastery with life once more. And when he went to the rabbi to ask the question, the rabbi commiserated with him and says, it's so much the same in our temple. The people just don't come anymore. They're just not filled with a desire to know anymore. I I have nothing to, to share with you, to uplift you, to inspire you. I'm facing the same thing. And so they spent some time just talking with one another, sharing in their woe and in their despair. And before the abbot was going to walk back to his monastery, he gave the rabbi a hug and he said, are you sure you don't have one thing to share with me? And the rabbi said, no. Well, except that the Christ is one of you. The abbot was so surprised by that. He didn't really understand what it meant, but when he went back to the monastery, the brothers were there waiting for him, and they asked, did, did the rabbi give you anything to help? And, and the abbot said, well, not really, but, but he did say that the Christ is among us. What does that mean, the monk said. I don't know, said the abbot. The monks started to think about that. And they thought, well, surely if the Christ is among us, it must be the abbot, because the abbot is the leader, and, and he is so holy and good, it must be the abbot. But then again, it could be Brother Thomas, because, you know, Brother Thomas, wherever he goes, he shines his light. And so it's possible that it's Brother Thomas. It certainly can't be Brother Philip, because wherever he goes, he leaves chaos behind. But the one thing about Brother Philip is he always knows, like, He always has the right answer. Maybe he is the Christ. Surely, surely it's not Brother Eldred because he just stays to himself. He doesn't even hardly interact. But, you know, the thing is, though, he carries with him an air of peace about him that when you do come into contact with him, you you feel it just peace. So maybe the Christ is Brother Eldred, but surely it's not me. Surely it's I can't be the Christ. And as the weeks went by and the brothers continued to contemplate and to think about who was it, who was the Christ, they began to treat one another with such kindness and such respect and such love, and they served one another with such humility. And the people who did come upon the ground to picnic or, or to walk began to feel that there was a shift in the energy there in the monastery. 
And over time, as those people began to invite their friends, come and experience something's happening there. I can't put my finger on it, but it feels so good at this monastery. Their people came, and over time, the monastery was once more filled with life. The life that is Christ. The walk of Christ that we have been studying over these last six weeks has invited us to become aware of how we show up in that Christ spirit. And like those monks, we might be thinking, who, me? Well, certainly not you. But that light of Christ is within each and every one of us. And like those monks in the monastery, we experience it when we are in relationship with one another. You might get a glimpse of that Christ light meditating up on a mountaintop. But until you come down and interact with another, enter into a relationship with another, you will never know if you have truly embodied the teachings that the Christ shares with us through the life of Jesus. We began this series with Jesus the rebel, right? So the Christ light shows up. And it, and it addresses the hypocrisy that it sees. It says, you know, it's not enough, like our fifth principle tells us, to know these truths. We have to live these truths. And unless we're living these truths, we are not truly living as that Christ presence. So we begin by looking within ourselves and seeing, where am I showing up in hypocrisy? Where am I sitting here on Sunday morning feeling so inspired, feeling so uplifted, feeling so much, yes, I know, I am one with the divine and I am one with all life. But then, our button gets pushed. Here? Out there? And we forget. And then we justify it. And the hypocrisy is that we cannot say that we know these truths if we're not willing to live these truths. To live the way of love and compassion and understanding and forgiveness. So if you come into this community asking the question, well, what is it to be the Christ? Number one, it is to look within ourselves and ask, where am I out of alignment and not living the truth? Speaking the truth, but not living the truth. And having the courage to reject the hypocrisy. Jesus is rebel. Jesus is healer. Where people came to him for healing and he was able to see them as they were in truth. Whole and holy. Perfect and free. And in that instant, they caught it. And they healed. And it was relational again. We are invited to become aware of every thought that we hold in mind that is out of alignment with the truth that we know. And feel that thought. And as we do so, we move into the miracle-making power that Jesus demonstrated as Jesus the miracle worker. The miracle occurs each and every time we connect with one another in love. That harmonizing power that is love provides the miracle of connection in that oneness in truth. 
so we are here to create miracles with one another, miracles in our relationships, miracles in our community, miracles in our world by showing up as that divine Christ love that we are. Jesus, the miracle worker. Jesus, the teacher, reminds us that no matter what is occurring in our life, we have an opportunity to learn. we're here to do, to stress, to grow, to learn with one another. It is in learning, it is in becoming aware of what within us needs to shift and change and then committing to that and walking that path with dedication and commitment over time, learning that we grow more fully, more deeply into this Christ presence, this Christ spirit, that we are that same Christ presence that is in Jesus is in me. And in you. And as we walk these ways, then what we begin to discover, as Jesus the mystic did, was that every single moment is sacred. This moment is sacred. Washing the dishes, sacred. Driving down the freeway in rush hour, sacred. That disagreement that you have with someone who doesn't think the way you think, is a sacred moment filled with possibilities. Understanding that is walking in the way of the mystic that Jesus so fully demonstrated. That same Christ spirit that was in Jesus is in me. The first step to being the Christ is owning that idea that I am the Christ. Can you say that? Are you willing to own that, to know that, to believe that, to live into that? I am the Christ. Will you say that with me right now? I am the Christ. Now, the beauty of Unity Spiritual Center is that we have an opportunity to gather in community, in relationship with one another, and practice these teachings. Anybody ever get their buttons pushed here in church? Oh, I hear the nervous laughter, so I guess that's a yes for all of us, right? When we work with teams, whatever the team might be, we get an opportunity to practice together. Anybody ever feel like just walking out those doors and never coming back? Well, I'll show them. It's happened. And the the sadness for me of that is that an opportunity was missed. An opportunity to practice here in this safe and sacred place with people who are all desiring and wanting the same thing. And that is to live fully into a demonstration of the Christ life that we are. And so that's what Unity Spiritual Center is ultimately about. To come together, to be together in relationship, and to practice these teachings and these principles with one another so that we can gain courage and strength and confidence to walk out those doors and walk out into the world where everybody isn't on this same path and be that light of God expressing. Jesus came into Jerusalem on this Palm Sunday on a donkey. 
in direct contradiction to that power and presence of the Roman army coming in on their horses and in their carriages and in their full military regalia, Jesus the Christ came in on his donkey in humility. And he told us that the way of the Christ is the way of humbleness, it's the way of service, it's the way of compassion, it's the way of forgiveness, it's the way of love. So some of us come here on Sunday and we're in the place of needing to receive, right? Needing to be reminded. I've forgotten again. Help me to remember. And this community gives you the opportunity to come and receive. And so I have a question. Are there six of you out there who would be willing to receive this morning? Come forward. Come forward. Six of you. Come on, I need six of you. Maybe you could pick up Annie on the way. There you go. Pick up Annie on the way. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yes. You guys can go up on the stage and sit in the chairs. You are my receivers. Because in that flow of life, there are both givers and receivers, and ultimately there is no difference. There you go, Annie. One more. There you go. I'm going to walk over the stage. All right. Thank you, Kathleen. So always in community, there are those of us who are receiving. There are also those of us who are called to give, right? So are there six givers out there that would be willing to come forward this morning? Six givers. There's two, three, four, five, one more. Really, come up. Come up, Laura. Come up. Six. And you guys... Position yourself in front of those receivers, right? All right, now, let me just ask you a question before we go any further. Each of you givers and each of you receivers, what's the feeling going through you right now? (laughs) What's going to happen? What are we going to do? The connection. Anybody feeling kind of vulnerable? Like, this is a little bit... I don't know what this is going to be, right? So when we step into community willing to be the Christ, I just want to make sure everybody knows it's a place of vulnerability. It's a place of courage. It's a place of saying yes, even though you don't know what you're saying yes to, right? But this is Palm Sunday and this is Holy Week. And on this Palm Sunday, in this Holy Week, Jesus showed us what it is to serve one another. And one of the demonstrations that he did for that was a washing of the feet in humility and loving service. And so those of you who are sitting in the chair, oh my gosh, you are the ones that I am going to invite. If you are so comfortable or willing to move into discomfort, you have your feet washed. Which means, of course, removing your shoes and socks. And for those of you who really are uncomfortable with that, gosh, if I'd have known that, I would not have come forward. You can have your hands washed. Okay? So you decide, and if you'd like to get your feet washed, I'm going to invite you right now to remove your footwear. 
And I want all of you sitting out here as you're watching this to imagine, right? The courage, the vulnerability, the openness that it takes to say yes to doing something that you don't even know what you're saying yes to. Right? And those of you who are standing, well, or kneeling, that was fine, fast. You get to be of service, of loving service, connecting with that one in a way that is so beautiful. And so there are towels and washcloths and bowls of water. And I'm going to invite you, as you're ready, to wash those feet. And our job is to behold that Christ within each one. And as such, we're going to be singing a song. You'll recognize it when it comes on. So, Bonnie, I will invite you to sing that. How could anyone ever tell you you were anything less than beautiful? How could anyone ever tell you you were less than whole? How could anyone fail to notice that your loving is a miracle? How to my soul. How could anyone ever tell you you were anything less than beautiful? How could anyone ever tell you you were less than whole? How could anyone fail to notice that your love
thank you. Thank you for your willingness to say yes and to serve and to receive. And in your time, when you're ready, I'll invite you to take me in and come back to the hug. Return to your seat. And those seated can, of course, get the shoes back on. And I'll give you healing. As a witness to that power and that presence of the miracle of love, that is the Christ. If you're wondering, how do I become the Christ? Serve one another with humility, with love, with courage, with openness. Be willing to see the truth of one another. Be willing to be vulnerable. Be willing to be courageous. Be willing to step out of your comfort zone. Be willing to own that I am the Christ. And practice here in this community with one another. I have a note here I don't want to forget to mention. We serve one another in many ways here in this community. And one of the ways that we serve one another is through prayer shawl ministry. And Karen just let me know this morning, Karen's over there waving and head of our prayer shawl ministry. So we're getting near the end of our prayer shawl. That means that we've given lots of love and prayers and light out, but we're going to need some more shawls. So if you are a knitter or if you'd like to learn how to knit, see Karen. Phyllis is back there knitting one away right now. Opportunity to serve. Thank you all. Okay, so our spiritual practice, because we practice and we practice and we practice, I don't get it right all the time, which means I just need to practice some more. So our practice this week is a daily intention to read through. Number one, know the truth of your Christ self and release the illusion. Own it. I'm the Christ. Declare that. I am the Christ. Ask to know your Christ wisdom within. That wisdom will guide you through your day and help you to know how to be the Christ once you have asked and allowed yourself to receive. And then make the decision to demonstrate that Christ light. And then finally, accept that the light and love that you have within is enough to meet every moment as that light of God that you are. That same Christ Spirit that was in Jesus is in you. Can you say that with me again? That same Christ Spirit that was in Jesus is in me. Now find someone that you're sitting by and affirm that for one another. That same Christ Spirit that was in Jesus is in you. And together, that same Christ Spirit that was in Jesus is in us. Let us do that. God bless you.